everybody, and welcome back to the Be a Dreamcatcher podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Lynn. Folks, this podcast episode, we have one of the latest, greatest, most amazing women you will ever meet in the music business. And let me just tell you, she's a genuine soul. She has some amazing music that's out there. She's a cancer survivor and warrior and advocate, folks. This is Miss Catherine Shipley. How are you doing today? Oh my gosh, that was that was amazing. You gave me so much credit. I love it. Well, <laughs> gr- credit credit is where credit's due. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I am just so excited that you and I have finally had a moment to sit down and get you on this show. I have been wanting to get you on here forever, and I we, we have finally done it. I cannot believe it. I feel like I, you know, we have a little badge that needs to go out. <laughs> I know it was it was just crazy. I mean, I know we were kind of playing uh, ping pong back and forth for a while, and then and then cancer came. Then that was just like crazy. So. But now cancer is gone. Oh, so I'm happy. <laughs> praise the Lord, girl. We have been yeah. keeping up with your journey. And why don't we talk about that a little bit? I, I mean, you know, this is the Be a Dreamcatcher podcast, and, and we will jump into everything that's going on because you're now, you know, you've been a Grammy nominee, but oh my gosh, we've got this going on. You're you've now beat cancer. Girl, tell us. Uh, just tell us everything. How have you stayed so strong and been able to continue to go catch your dreams? Because, girl, you've done it. Well, thank you. I, I tell you, number one, like I, I, I always say, and a lot of people say, I give it all to God. And I've never, I've never questioned why. I've never asked them why. I just kind of push through. And, and then raising my granddaughter, a lot of people probably don't know that story. I've had her ever since she was 10 months old because my daughter had some substance issues and I have legal custody of her and she's going to be four in February. And, uh, I've just, you know, whenever I look at her, she just makes me want to keep living and, and I want to keep living not only for her, but for, I have another granddaughter, Amaya, and then children. So, I mean, it's, um, it's, it's been a journey. I mean, it, it, it's really been a journey. When I first uh, found out it's crazy because my best friend was diagnosed in, uh, December, I believe, uh, with stage one uterine cancer. Oh my gosh. And I made, I made a joke about it because I found, I said, you know what, I'm going to go to the doctor. I need to go mm-hmm. to the doctor because I had these weird things going on. I need to go. And she goes, I kept telling you, you need to go. So I went, then I tell her, I'm like, I got colon cancer. I went and got a colonoscopy and I found out I had stage one and I made a joke about it then. And I still laugh about it. And I said, we don't have to do everything together because we're best friends. Right. You know, we don't have to have, <laughs> exactly. you know, we don't have cancer too. So praise God, she's cancer free. She had surgery um, back in January, and so she's she's cancer free. And you know, as of November first, I am cancer free. Uh, but you know, I had I'll go back a little bit. So I had uh, I found out February 9th, it was stage one. Then I had to have surgery, um, and so when they went in, they took 20 lymph nodes out, and then in the one, they found a tumor. So that moved it from stage one to stage 3A. And then, you know, when stages go along, that's when you get nervous because you're like, okay, you feel like you're walking at, you know, death's door. I mean, you feel like, okay, it's getting closer. What's what's going on here? So they said you got to do four rounds of chemo. It's going to be aggressive. You got to take pills, and and it was something. I mean, it the first round I came out like, yeah, this is not bad, you know. And then the second round it did it. I mean, it put, took me down. The third round, and then the last round, nationwide they ran ran out of a certain type of pill that I was taking, Zolota. Like I was taking ten pills a day oh, after man. the. 
oh, infusion. I had to take 10 a day for two weeks and they ran out of the, the 500 milligram. So they had 150 milligrams in stock. I had to take 24 pills a day for two weeks. Hmm. And let me tell you, it was no joke. Just trying to get them down. You know, I take 12 in the morning and 12 at night. And I started making just like little goofy videos and stuff, just trying to take the pills. I had one where I had like Tom Cruise when he slides out. So I had this white shirt on and I took my pills and shook my head and went off camera. So I was just trying to just keep myself motivated so I didn't just break because it is, it's a, a lot of this is a mind game, your health, mm -hmm. you're trying to focus. And I mean, it was something else. So, I mean, I, the, and people told me in the cancer world, you know, it's a marathon, you know, you're going to have stops along the way. And, and I truly have. And I mean, it's, it's been difficult, but, you know, praying and praying and all the people around me, my churches and people, I, they ha I had a GoFundMe started by my friend Amy McAllister. I think you know her in Utah, yes. singer, songwriter. And she started a GoFundMe for her and her husband, Chad. And, you know, and people were pouring in money because, you know, hospital bills, they don't go away. You oh, know, no. they, they. And so it's just been a, a God wink for me. Uh, to be able to have so many friends and family and churches that have just embraced me on this journey and meet not only me, my, my granddaughter, you know, so it's it's been something. Wow, that is just insane. But, you know, I, I really think you just said something that's just really a testament to one, your positive energy. And I loved watching your TikTok videos. You talked <laughs> about that. Let me tell you, it's like, you know, it's, you know, we're not personally walking in your shoes, but you gave us a glimpse of what it's like, but yet you displayed that positivity and that hope for, you know, I'm going to beat this. I mean, you you said that right at the beginning and, and having your granddaughter in several of the videos, that was just awesome. She's so stinking cute. And, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think really is just a great testament to not only who you are as a person and as an artist, but I mean, it just, it shows anything is possible and you, you can accomplish these things if you have faith and you have hope in it. And I just, I, I've loved that, you know, ever since we first met, I, I was actually trying to think the other day when we first met, I want to say it was one of the first ever Josie Music Awards. Um, oh, it was like, look Yeah. It was it was a while back. It was a while back. Yeah. And you stayed there, but it was a while back. Yeah. It was it was a good while back because I'm sitting here trying to think. I'm like, when did we actually meet? I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> go back in my little files, my little man in the file cabinets running around up there. And he's like, I it's it's not coming to, to memory, but it's just been amazing to watch your journey. And, and folks, if you want to understand a little bit more about what I'm talking about, you need to go check out her website, kshipmusic.com, because let me tell you, this woman is an eight-time Josie Music Awards winner. Uh, she's been in the circle at the Grand Ole Opry with Josie Music Awards, you know, has some amazing videos out there. She's uh, You're now a Grammy nominee. Um, we've got, I mean, just global, well, actually, go ahead. Um, actually, I, I wish I would have got on the last ballot, but I did, I was on the first ballot for the Grammys, but I am a voting member now for the recording Academy. So that was, yes, that was one of the things, one of my goals in my life in the last few years. So I became a, a, a Grammy, I, sh I shouldn't say Grammy, a recording Academy, uh, voting member and I'm also a uh, gospel music association professional voting member so there's so many things that I've just tried to stay in line and stay on the stay the course and just do things and um and at my especially at my age you know I don't I really don't like to put age into things but you know when you get on the upper 
area of your age, you know, people don't look at you the same anymore and they think you can't do certain things. And, you know, cause I'm 58, going to be 59 in 2024, God willing. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> so, you know, so I just, it, it's like, uh, it pushes me too, because I know I had a lot of doors shut on me. A lot of doors, you know, number one, when I started out, I went back and forth. I go between Christian and country music. So, you know, there's doors on the country side of things, being a black female, a black person singing country music as a female, shut the door, shut the door, shut the door. But then, you know, you get those breaks and you just keep going and, and you you don't, ever don't want to really put race in anything. That's right. But it was, a, unfortunately, it was a factor. Mm-hmm. And, but you know what, it's been a blessing too, because now I've, helped other women of my race to try to, you know, push through those doors. And, and I've helped, helped open some for them to come in with me. So Fantastic. it's just amazing. But yeah, it's just amazing. You stay headstrong with your faith and, and God just does for you, you know? I love it. And, and you know, it, it is amazing what can happen. And, and, and unfortunately, we do see this a lot in the music business. And, you know, it's it's part of the game we play, unfortunately. A lot of folks on the outside looking in don't sometimes understand how the music business works or... Um, you know, how things are perceived. Um, but when, when again, you are truly, I, I love your opening statement on your about section of your website. I was kind of stalking you um, <laughs> in some more detail to, to get everything. But I'm like, literally, your first sentence is exactly what I think. You know, you've been a force to be reckoned with since you began pursuing this path. And you have come in just like you are the woman that will not be denied in any way, shape, form, and fashion. And that's what I love. And that's what this podcast is about, is to embrace that um, boldness and the strengths in which you house. And and I love the fact that you've been able to open some doors from other individuals and and take that step with them. You know, I'm a big believer in, you know, it's great when you can walk up the, the rungs of the ladder and walk through those doors that have been open, but you are not successful if you don't turn around and, and lend that helping hand back down to the person who's behind you. Um, so kudos. Oh. <laughs> Amen. And you know, the cool thing about, you know, the Josie Music Awards, is like, you know, it's just a big networking hub too. You know, you take away the awards, you strip it all down and you're meeting all these cool people of all ages that, you know, love music. I mean, so it's like, sometimes we, we love going to award shows. We love winning. We love being nominated. But then, you know, you, you strip it all down. It's like the people that you meet, the relationships. I've got these lifelong friends from music. I mean, I mean, what what a blessing that is. What a blessing. And these people are like my family now, like Amy. I mean, she's like my little sister. I mean, it's like we've known each other since 2018. We stood in front of the stage at uh, Dollywood and we prayed and people were walking by us because we both were performing that night. Uh, we had a stage performance that night there mm-hmm. and people were walking by and we held hands and prayed. That was the first time we met each other. Oh. And it was just an amazing moment that we had. And we always talk about that moment. And here we are doing collaborations, doing all these cool things together still. Yeah. Oh, girl, I got chills. Let's whoo. <laughs> we we got to start. Okay. Let's yeah, let's go. <laughs> you know, and, and that's what, and that folks, that's what I mean is this, this is, you know, K-Ship, as we call her in the indie music world, yeah. obviously, um, yeah. she's just this genuine artist. And and folks, if I wish you, I wish everybody had a chance to meet you. I really wish they did. I, if if I could just take everybody in the world and you know have them meet somebody, I'd want them to meet you because you Aww. just carry this energy and and this. I, I, it's just so contagious. And you talked a little bit about some of these collaborations and stuff that's going on. Tell us what's new and what's coming down the pipeline 
pipeline. I know I've got a little sneak peek of something the other day uh, in Messenger from you, but tell us what's coming on down the pipeline. So, so uh, one of one of the cool things that's getting ready to happen is I'm getting ready to collab with a lot of people know him, uh, Jackson Snelling from Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he he was on the Voice, did the battle rounds, all that cool stuff, and so. Uh, we're going to do a song called We Are Called. It's a Christian song written by Patrick Dodge. We're going to put our little country flares in there and do some Christian stuff. And me and Jackson actually met a few years ago. We actually, he came, he actually came to Missouri and we did a charity called the Sparrow's Nest for, uh, uh, for fa- young families, young mothers and stuff. So it's kind of cool how it all came together. So I've known Jackson for a few years. So it's not like anything new, like, oh, Jackson's on the voice. Let me grab him. So we've already, already always had a good relationship over the last few years. So, but I was like, this timing is like, I, I always wanted to do something with him. So it's like the perfect time going into 2024, just starting doing some different things. And that's kind of what I like to do anyway. I go back and forth with Christian and country, but then I'm trying to like broaden everything that I'm doing. You may hear some more of uh, maybe a little blues, maybe some jazz stuff. I mean, there's a lot of things that I just want to kind of touch into with music and still stay true to what I do with my Christian and country stuff. But you know what? Music's wide open, right, Jess? I oh, mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> stuff different sometimes so and then we i have another collaboration that i'm on with amy McAllister. we're called the power of one movement and it's just a bunch of different artists from around the globe and we're doing some cool stuff and the one thing which which is true to amy's heart is about suicide awareness and prevention and so that's kind of we've got the cd out uh, the cool thing is there's a chip inside, like a poker chip inside the CD cover. And and if you get it, you know, you can put it in your pocket or whatever. I know Amy was in London probably about two months ago with her family, and they were at churches, and they were putting the chip in Bibles, which was pretty awesome. And it just has a passage on there about, you know, you are loved and stuff like that, just letting people know that, hey, you're, you need to stay here. You need to be here. You know, so we're just really trying to... Because suicide, suicide is just on the rise. I mean, it's, it's never going to go away. We wish it would. We wish it would. I, I pray to God that it would. But it, unfortunately, it, it's, it's probably not going to. And we just have to stay the course and try to just help people to stay. And I mean, and that's what we're trying to do. And I actually became a board member for an incredible organization here called the Liam Michael Foundation. And so I'm going to be in charge of doing different music stuff with, with the uh, foundation. And Liam had lost his life. A few years ago and um it's really a just a sad situation he was a gifted piano player and he was a and his his music he wrote a song he composed a song called winter and don't you know that after his death it was played at carnegie hall oh my goodness wow yeah it was incredible and it was actually in a movie in japan and um and they played it and and the, the parents they went out there and they they were a part of the whole ceremony for this this uh, opening premiere of this song, and, and and it was just incredible. It was a movie, and his song was in it, so it was just an incredible, incredible thing. That is absolutely amazing. Folks, see what I mean by she's just an amazing <laughs> individual? This is why, okay? You're just, you know, here, she's, you know, she's not leaving or just a testimony or a story. She's leaving a lasting legacy, and that's that's just, Wow. That is absolutely insane. And I love it because I've always loved to volunteer. Um, And I also volunteer for Defenders Gateway, which has to do with the military and and with families and stuff. And, you know, I used to be in the Air Force, you know, so it's just like I 
anything I can touch to help, I want to do that. You know, I was married for 19 years to a police officer, and we did a lot of volunteer stuff, you know, toys for tots, this, that, and the other. So I've always volunteer, volunteering, I can't even say it right. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. (laughs) One of the things with my, um, with the cancer journey is I have like short-term memory stuff going on. So it's like really hard sometimes when I'm talking that I have to like really focus on stuff and it'll get like the tongue twisting stuff and I just have to keep pushing through. So I'm getting better at that. I even got a paint by number set just to focus on doing certain things. So the the chemo has really taken away from me, but it didn't defeat me. So there's just things, you know, I have challenges with that I just have to like, okay, keep going, keep going, keep going. But anyway, I just love to be a volunteer for different different things in life. And uh, at my church, I sing at a few different churches and stuff and just love leading worship. So it it God has just been, I, I can't tell you just, God has been so amazing to me. I mean, he has, even through the, the chemo, what it's did to certain cosmetics of my body, uh, certain things uh, for my neurological stuff. I mean, it's still, I'm like, I'm still here. Yeah. And that's the blessing, I'm still here. Absolutely. And, you know, I guess that's what's been so amazing, being able to watch your journey on on social media. And that is something that I think people sometimes miss of, okay, you know, everyone wants that instant gratification. You know, when you're chasing a dream, you know, and you can probably, you know, attest to this a little bit as well. You're chasing a dream and you want it so bad. You're, You're like, I want it right now and I'm, I'm ready and I can do this. And, and the Lord's like, no, I will let you know when you're ready and I'll open the door when you're ready and you have to be patient and, but still continue to glorify and praise him and give him thanks. Even in our worst hour, giving thanks is the ultimate way to defeat the devil. And that's just, that is what amazed me about you going through this journey because I mean like you said you went from from level 1 to level 3 almost in a split second yeah. and, and 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 I can only imagine the thought process that ran through your head and you're you're kind of like oh well that's you know very drastic <laughs> you know, very quickly yeah. and um yeah and, and yeah. I'm sure there was plenty of room for doubt to enter your mind but but you never let it you never let it yeah and and I got the best doctors my surgeon told me like when he and, and I, I, I love this guy because he, he rolled his little chair up to me and he put his hand on my knee and he said, you know what? We got this. You're going to get through us. And I showed him a picture of Kate as my granddaughter. And I said, this is my reason why. And he goes, you know what? He goes, five years from now, you're going to be looking in the rearview mirror and saying, yeah, it, that all happened to me, but I'm, I'm going to keep on driving. And I believe, I truly believe that. And I love like, you know, like what, what your, uh, your podcast is about dream catcher. You know, it's the circle of life. And I mean, it's just like, I'm glad that you called me and, and wanted to do this with me because it is, I love what you're trying to do and talk to independent artists and stuff. And it is, it's a circle of life and it's a journey. I mean, it, it truly is a journey, dream catcher, you know? So it's, that's, that's what I've, I've I'm a dreamer and, and I've been catching all these different things in my life. And yeah, it's been one heck of a journey, but you know, and colon cancer, I mean, it's on the rise in young people and, I've, I've met so many wonderful people on this journey with, uh, there's a Facebook page for colorectal awareness that I'm on, and there's about 26,000 people in there, and they love that I get on there every week and I dance. That's why I say keep singing, you know, keep dancing, because it's just like I'll slide on there and do my little dance, and then and I just, I, get, I try to give hope to people because it's like there's so many sad stories on that page, 
and and sometimes I feel like I need, I need to get off this page because there's so much like there's death and hospice and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, no, I need to be here for these people. So I told them, I said, regardless of what happens November 1st, I said, I'm never leaving this page unless you kick me off because of my corny dance moves. And they're like, we love you. We don't want you to leave. And I, and I don't, I'll, and I'll never leave those people. I will never leave. If it came back, it, it, because God said, you know what? It, it came back, but I don't see it coming back, but I will never leave those people and I will never stop trying to uh, create more awareness about colon cancer because it, I, and, and this is what I was saying the other day, I had to do a, uh, a voiceover thing for Reese Palmer for her end of the end of a season show for uh, Color Me Country. And one of the things I said there and people, a lot of people don't know this in 2015, I had a scheduled colonoscopy and I canceled it. Wow. And I sat there and I said on there, I said, you know, what would happen if I went, you know, would it have changed? I don't know. I mean, I, and I'll never know and I'll never know, but I do know that right now I'm cancer free, but I had one scheduled because people, a colonoscopy is a scary thing for people because they don't want to be put under. They don't want somebody kind of, you know, yeah. doing the poop thing going there. Yes, you yes. Know? It's like a scary, it's a scary thing. And that's one of the reasons I canceled it. And, and now here I am now, I'm like, they said, you have colon cancer. I'm like, what? You know, mm -hmm. it's like, it's crazy to me. And it's like, 153,000 people a year are diagnosed with it and wow. it's it's right it's like in the top top three it's it's crazy that is that's nuts and and you know you you touched on something just then that that I that I do want to touch on here because um and and first of all thank you that this podcast has been it was supposed to be just kind of a side project that I enjoyed just doing on the side and it, it blew up a little bit more than what I expected it to. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, guess what? We got to do this for real now. Um, and, you know, uh, it, but I found that people are longing, like you talked about, for that hope and that 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 excitement about life. And, and that's what I wanted this podcast to be was stories of success, even in the darkest times or even in uh, when those doors were shut. Um, but you were talking about, you know, you had that scheduled and, and again, here's, here's the intrusive thought coming in of, well, what if, what yeah. if I had kept that appointment? What if I would have done this? See, there there was that doubt that I was talking about. And and let me ask you this. How did you overcome that question? Like, what if I would have done that? Did how what was your thought process in eliminating that thought? I just eliminated it. I didn't even I didn't even think about it anymore. Only in conversations will I talk about, you know, I talk about it, but I don't sit and think about it because you know, you can't change it. It's gone. You know, it's just like when you have an argument with somebody you know what, you can't do anything about that argument. It's, it's over. You know what I mean? You can't right. change that to somebody. So it's over. So it's just like, I have to keep moving forward, but I do share it to let people know that it's no joke. And I mean, it, it could, there's tumors that can grow in your body for, for 10 years or longer. And you would never know you, some people don't even have symptoms. Yep. And that's why they tell people 45 and over get checked. And if you have a history of colon cancer, talk to your you know doctor about it because it, it's it's a big deal. I've seen people on this page I've met and they're friends of mine now, you know, 20 years old wearing a bag for the rest of their life, mm. you know, and they had symptoms, but they had, a, you know, history in their family. So it's just, it's, it's a wicked, it's a very wicked disease. It's, it's a different type of cancer. It's, you know, nobody goes through it the same. You can't even compare it to anything you go through. You know, sometimes when you have a certain cancer, like, oh yeah, yeah. Colon cancer, it's, it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. Wow. So that's, nuts. and there's people 
Yeah, and there's people living with stage four that eight years they've, they've been living with stage four cancer. And there's some doctors that they went to a second opinion. Somebody said, you've got probably a year left. And then they, they've been living for eight. So it's just a different type of cancer. And, and unfortunately, one of my friends, here's, here's another uh, thing, is that Kristen Speller, who actually I met last year at the JMAs at the uh, JMA Fest. And I met her in January, or uh, sorry, I met her in October of last year. Well, in January, she had di got diagnosed with colon cancer, stage four. And then in February, I got diagnosed. And we had become friends right back in October. So we started kind of talking and, you know, videoing each other and just, you know, pushing each other on, pushing each other on. And she she lost her battle September 19th. But you know what? She was reborn. She's reborn. And she's she's still with us, you know. Right. And um uh, and she she always called herself the Phoenix rising up, and she was she she did all she needed to do, and you know what? It was just her time. God called her home, and but she she the doctors had told her, um, I I forgot when, like they gave her I I don't know the amount of time that they gave her, but she was like no, and she told her husband she goes I'm gonna be here on my birthday, and she passed away on her birthday. Wow, <laughs> woo. <laughs> Phoenix rising up because she she didn't let the doctors even dictate her life. She she called her call her own deal. So she she stayed and man, I, I say all the time, I said I miss her so much and I look at pictures all the time of scrolling, looking at pictures of her and Amy and you know, because we were all friends and she was on the compilation C D that we did, you know, for Spread Hope Send Love. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just like, we still can't believe that she's gone. And it's just like and we were sitting there talking about our symptoms and everything. And it's just it's it's crazy how things happen. It's, it's just crazy how things happen. It is. But, you know, you talked about something just then I think that's very important, and that is support groups or having the right people around you to support you um, yeah. and, and to help you through the times and, and life par portions of your journey. Because here's the thing, like you said, the journey is going to look different for everybody, regardless of what you may be going through, what you've been through, where you're going. Um everybody's perspective is going to be different. And, but, but I think you, you said something extremely important that needs to kind of be drove in and that's, you know, pick, choose your friends and, and your circle wisely, because um, if, if, you know, you let in the negativity and, and it's something that you hear all the time, that's, that, that doesn't make a good, uh, you know, foundation for hope to grow and, and flourish. <laughs> Oh, you're right. You know, and I, it's funny because Lee Newton, I, I don't know if you know her or not, I but do. she's another. Yeah. So her, you know, I call her, uh, you know, well, I, I, she's got numerous nicknames, but, but uh, Amy, I call Brownie because that's what her grandchildren call me. But because I'm black, people think when I call her Brownie, it has something to do with my, <laughs> I, so, and we laugh about it, but her grandchildren call her Brownie. It, that's just what I call her. So I was like, Hey, Brownie, people are looking like, why is she calling her that? Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of funny. But anyway, my port, my chemo port, I named it Brownlee. So Brown for Brownie and Lee. So, <laughs> so like guys are always a part of me. So it's just funny how you know you have to. Those are the things that you have to do to get through certain things like this. Because this was like this wasn't like a little rainstorm. This was like a major storm in my life. I mean, it it racked me, and and I'm still going through some of the the backstory of it. So it's just kind of like. Yeah, but I'm, you know, like I said, I'm still here. I'm getting through it. And, uh, you know, even I did a song called Hope Wins with Danny Kinsey. And uh, that was written um, at the JMA Fest last year by a bunch of different JMA artists or songwriters, singers, sorry, singers. No, what? Songwriters. Sorry about that. By a bunch of different songwriters. And so we did Hope Wins. We recorded it last year, right? 
about a month after I found out my diagnosis, I went to Nashville and, and then I did a song with Lee too. So I was there to do two songs, but I was so fatigued. I mean, it was just hard even pushing out um, the notes and stuff like that, but we got through it. We recorded Hope Wins and all the proceeds go to the Colorectal Cancer Alliance, which is awesome. And that's another uh, uh, group that I'm a part of. And I was actually at the walk two weeks ago here in St. Louis, they had a walk, it's called Walk Loud. Mm -hmm. And um, I raised, uh, I had a goal of $500. I raised 560. Nice. So I was happy about that. In 24 hours, I clap and pat myself on the back. And um, so, but it's just a great group. Um, I've shared my story with some different colorectal um, advocacy groups. And so I'm just pushing through, just pushing through. I love it. Catherine, this has just been awesome. And I can't believe we're already up on our time. And I'm sitting here going, wait, we just got started. And um, it, it's, it's crazy. I'm like, I'm like, we've only been here five minutes. What? Uh, you know, it, it's all good. Well, before I let you go, um, can you tell folks how they can keep up with you? I know I mentioned your website earlier, but tell us the various platforms and stuff that they can find out more about you, get your music, all of that great stuff. Oh, gosh, I've got TikTok, The Real K-Ship. I've got kshipmusic.com, which you said. I've got Catherine Washington Shipley, which is on just my regular Facebook. Then I have Catherine Shipley, which is a music page. And then I have K-Ship Music, which is another page on Facebook. So there's just... I'm kind of, if you just Google me, you'll find me somewhere talking about something. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is great. Well, K-Ship, it's been great to have you on the show. Thank you so, so much for joining us. And, and we wish you all the best. We'll have to do a follow-up episode uh, maybe within the coming year and just kind of see how things have progressed. A lot of folks like to see our, our invite back artists. So we might have to get I that on the books. I would love that. I would love to come back after me and Jackson do our song and let you know where it's going. And, um, and I appreciate Jess, you know, and I appreciate your patience of waiting to be able to get this podcast interview in and stuff. I really appreciate it. And you're just an awesome person to talk to. So God bless you and keep on doing your thing with Dreamcatcher because it's amazing. Well, thank you so much. And folks, on that note, we're going to wrap up this month's episode of the Be a Dreamcatcher podcast. Make sure you go out and check out Catherine Shipley's music and check out, I mean, just everything that she's doing. Like you said, Google her. Uh, she'll probably be on there talking about something at least. You're going to find her, I promise you that. Folks, make sure you go on out and saddle up your horses, get back on the trail, and we will see you guys next time. Bye.